Hello and welcome to episode 175 of the Rollo and Slappy Show. Today is December 16th, 2019. I am Rollo McFlugel and with me is Slappy Jones 2. Show notes page for this episode will be mcflugel.com slash 175 where you'll be able to find links to some of the stuff we talk about if there are any. And also always check out uh, libertymugs.com where we sell libertarian themed mugs and other stuff. And uh, I think it might be too late to make actually let me check right now i didn't think about this but um if you wanted to make an order for christmas and have it in on time i'm checking right now to see and ooh, yesterday was the last day to ensure that you will get delivery by december 23rd for your well, people do like late christmas gifts so absolutely and you know well maybe Maybe you're a, uh, you know, like Greek Orthodox or, or someone who celebrates Christmas in January, one of the Orthodox faiths, and so that's that's go. a perfect yeah, it's a perfect opportunity. Um, Hanukkah starts when the twenty second or twenty third, sometime around there. You get eight days. You got time. yeah, uh, Kwanzaa at some point. That's I think yeah after Christmas I'm sure. Yeah, uh, there's always a. Uh, Get your you know, shopping done. New Year's gifts. Yeah, you're going out to a New Year's party. Bring a mug. Bring some coffee with you. And you know what? <laughs> Not too long after, you know, we're about two months away from another very important uh, holiday, uh, St. Valentine's Day. So why not take advantage of the Christmas sale that is still in effect sure. and give your, your special your girlfriend's a teacher? We have a mug for her. Oh, yeah. I mean, just perfect. Nothing is more romantic than a Liberty mug for your very special someone. Um, and believe it or not, they're actually the Liberty mugs are actually unisex. So they work for both male and female. That's correct. And that, um, they can hold hot or cold beverages. Yes. Yes. That we've tested that. And it they works. also work as pen holders. If you want to put one on your desk at work. Mm hmm. Um, they can, it's not even just coffee, tea, water, even you can, you can even eat soup out of it. Um, uh, pudding, really anything that, um, is small enough to, uh, fit in, in a, in a coffee mug. Or, I mean, even if it's too big, you can just kind of lay it on top of the mug, but they come in 11 ounce size and 15 ounce size so i don't think there's anything in the world that couldn't fit in a 15 ounce coffee mug not much anyway yeah i mean i mean maybe if rosie o'donnell wanted to take a bath my ass might need two but you know let's let's be uh let's be reasonable about uh what, what we but hey rosie if you want to buy a mug we'll take your your, your money We'll we'll sell you we'll happily sell you too to uh to make make it work for you. So uh yeah, go to libertymugs.com and buy a bunch of mugs. It'll make us very, very happy. So as well as all your friends and family who you give them to. Yeah, yeah, and that's what's most important. We're doing this for you. It's not for us. We are being we're, we're your your servants in bringing happiness and joy to the rest of the world. Correct. So if you want to not bring happiness and joy to the rest of the world, just go ahead and don't buy Liberty mugs. 
So why don't you uh, introduce our episode? Man, so because our episode... Because the episode was not just going to be about Liberty Monks, but it actually might apply a little bit. Okay. Well, our episode today is about a tweet. Um, and I don't know what the tweet was because Rallo told me about it. I didn't read the tweet, but it was a tweet about send me a name and I'll tell you if they're a real libertarian. And uh, I guess people started sending this guy names because he, I, I, yeah, I don't know how he defines what a libertarian is, but I think um, a Ben Shapiro may have come up, maybe a couple other names. Rallo, uh, yeah. where did you want to go with this? Yeah, it's not the idea that because it could be just like a playful thing because we all like to joke about, you know, being a real libertarian. Uh, you joke about that? I don't. But no, other people I do. Because, it's very serious. And I, yeah, I mean, I am a real libertarian, and no know, one I else just, is. Yeah, especially not my co-host. Right. But um, but it was yeah. Someone brought up Ben Shapiro, and the response by by this person was, you know, he's I forget. I, I'm kind of paraphrasing, but he said, you know, he's about as close to being libertarian as you can be while still being a conservative. And it's like, well. Like, What's, yeah, what do you mean by that? I don't know what that, that – like, by what metric are you saying someone's a libertarian? Um, because it's not the first time that, you know, Ben Shapiro and libertarian have, have, have uh, come Shapiro together. Does Ben Shapiro call himself a libertarian? I don't think so, but I think there are kind of a lot of people kind of in his – general vicinity politically that would kind of call themselves libertarian or at least that kind of conservatarian thing conservative libertarian you know what i'm saying sure so i just did a quick google search it says in 2016 shapiro described himself as quote basically a libertarian <laughs> he accuses the left of believing in an imaginary hierarchy of victimhood in which the opinions of members of persecuted groups like the LGBT community are afforded more credence. Um, I don't know. That's from his Wikipedia page, I guess. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm basically, uh, I don't know, uh, Michael Jordan because I have two arms and two legs and a head and the rest of my body, and have touched a basketball before, so. I mean, basically, if you want to nitpick, if you want, dude, if you're gonna like be no real basketball player, then go ahead. But I think you're really nitpicking if you're saying that I'm basically not the same thing as Michael Jordan. Uh, I've never accused you of being Michael Jordan. That's that's <laughs> for sure. But although I have seen you play, not many people can say this. I have seen you at least attempt to play basketball before. Yeah, I think uh, that was a your, long time ago. Yeah, wasn't your uh, your young neighbor playing with us? Uh, yeah, I think he 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 was. He he actually was. He's in college now. Really? Wow. Yeah, but you know, so. <laughs> he probably he might have been like eight at that time, and he probably would have been picked ahead of me to play basketball by a lot. I would have picked him ahead of you. I would have picked him ahead of me too. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that's besides the point. Uh, with Ben Shapiro, see, here's my problem with Ben Shapiro. Well, not my problem with him, but my problem with talking about him is I don't listen to him. 
So I did for a little bit a few years ago, but when I say for a little bit, it was like a week and I stopped. Um, and he said a lot of things I thought were good at the time or things I agreed with anyway. Obviously, he said some things I strongly disagreed with that to me would disqualify him from being a libertarian. But from his point of view, he's saying, at least in 2016, I'm basically a libertarian, which I guess at least in his mind, he thinks he doesn't want much government doing anything. Yeah. I mean, mean, why would he say that? Like, it's not like it's cool to be libertarian in those in his circles. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird because it's it's a lot of people do that where it's they agree with libertarians on a lot of stuff. Like in in the case of Ben Shapiro, if he only talked about, you know, how much he hates leftists and thinks that the SJWs are stupid, then, yeah, he basically agrees, agrees with libertarians on everything there. But like that can't be the only thing. Like there's something a little bit more to it. I think most libertarians and I'm not trying to to be, you know, purity testing here. I'm happy to be big tent and say that minarchists qualify as libertarians as long as you generally agree with with, you know, non-aggression and having individuals uh, come together to voluntarily solve their own problems. You know, I'll 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 keep I'll I'll include you in the tent. Um, Now, it doesn't mean that those people don't say things that are against libertarianism by by advocating certain things but but you at least need to do that but when you're coming from i don't like ben shapiro and people like him he's not coming from that that kind of uh that starting point that like no we reject government i don't think he rejects government no he does like a libertarian would he doesn't uh, I'm, I mean, I say that confidently from the little I've listened to. Him. I, I know he pro- I would uh, guess he would say a government is there. Basically, you need the police and the military. And courts. I would, yeah, I, he, he might even, you know, I think he does a lot more than that. He may, but I think that's what now he may actually I don't know. But that's what I think. That's why I think he would call himself a libertarian. As he says, we need a government for the courts. Um the police and the military. I don't, I really, I don't know. I don't listen to him, but I don't think he argues for any, any welfare programs. No, probably not. Um, But I mean, his, his like, his, you know, gobbling up, you know, anything that Israel does and, and he would certainly be, I'm pretty sure he'd be in favor of sending aid in, in the form of money to Israel. And I think he would say, because it's in, do you not, I think like, I'm not I don't want to speak for him, but I think he would say it's like in the United States interest to have uh, strong Israel in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. Um, and therefore, you know, uh, we must give them everything we can as the United States government. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's what's like I'm trying to I kind of lost my train of thought with with where I was going to go Sorry. with it. But I, no, I ha, how dare you? Um, yeah. But you were saying that there has to be um, – because he agrees with libertarians on the social justice warrior stuff generally um, that he may consider himself libertarian, but there's got to be something more than that. 
Yeah, and it's like you can you can kind of cherry pick anybody, and and that's what you try to do as a libertarian to get people to kind of start seeing things and understanding things. You just pick kind of their pain point, and so you can kind of take anyone. Um, Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah, but yeah, that's the thing. Like being a libertarian is not being. I'm against the government doing certain things because that's like what what Ben Shapiro is. It's like no, the government is. And and again, I know minarchists say that we need a government, but but I think there is a little bit of nuance compared to like them and a Ben Shapiro or basically any other type of what what we would call even non not using this as a pejorative, but, you know, a statist that um, they come from a different approach. They're saying that, no, like government is good. We need government, but we need it to do X, Y, Z, because that's what. You know, that's what conservatives say. They they want government to to have us, you know, do a military, have some sort of regulations on stuff and everything. And if you look at a liberal, they'll say, no, we need government to control the economy. But if you ask them to start, you know, regulating what happens in the bedroom or other things socially, they're going to they want to reject that or they, you know, it, it would be like grabbing a leftist who looks at a uh, police violence video and they're saying like, yeah, the police are awful. We need to, you know, break the police up and, and do away with this police state. You know, I don't think there's any libertarians turning around and being like, yeah, this person's a libertarian. This guy's a libertarian. Right. And even though they want a lot more government than uh, a Ben Shapiro probably does, they're still basically coming from kind of the same paradigm um with their approach for it that like government is good and government is useful but we but it but it's only good and useful in these certain situations as opposed to a libertarian and it's like government gets in the way and we need to minimize it as much as possible to keep it from getting in the way of stuff like you know, it's it sounds like it's a it's a distinction without a difference, but it it's it's one of those things where it's tough to kind of explain it, but you know it when you see it. Yeah, like, it, like it, it might be difficult to define why someone who's like a Ben Shapiro type isn't isn't a libertarian, but you know that he's not. Well, yeah. Yeah, no, because like the men is, the minarchists that, nah, you know, I, I don't know what to say, like that I like or think are pretty libertarian, are the kind who say, okay, we have government, let's get less of it everywhere we can, no matter what the whatever it is, we want less of it, and we just keep wanting less of it, um, if that makes sense. Yeah. So and- it's like, sure, we have a, we have this giant government with all these giant programs. If there's a guy running for office and he says, I'm going to have less of everything, you know, maybe more here or there, but those are very small. For the most part, this guy wants to cut military, welfare, foreign aid, all these topics. He wants to cut them. Uh, And then they're like, I'm going to vote for that guy. I'm not going to be like, no, you're not a you're not libertarian. Sure. And so, you know, I guess. If this is what you're saying, like Ben Shapiro, I I don't know what his stances are on these things, but I know he would certainly not want to 
I mean, he said some pretty crazy things about the Middle East, and I don't want to hold some guy to something he said years ago that he is disavowed if he has. I don't think he's disavowed. <laughs> he, I know he did. He did um, because I did see that, and he. Now, I. It's a tough one, right? I want to see what he said on apology. Wait, what about a minute? I'm just googling this real okay. quick. Yeah, I was gonna say like uh, he well he might have uh, taken back spe- specific things, but I think generally I don't think. Well, the gist of what he says doesn't seem to change. Right, that's what I meant. Um, but maybe it has because, like I said, I don't listen to the guy, so I don't know what he says. Um, in 2002, in a 2002 article, Shapiro wrote, "I'm getting really sick of people who whine about civilian casualties." When I see in the newspapers that civilians in Afghanistan or the West Bank were killed by American or Israeli troops, I really don't care. Now, that was in 2002. He was 18 years old. Shapiro declared that one American soldier is worth far more than an Afghan civilian, accusing Afghan civilians of being fundamentalist Muslims. Uh, in 2000, it said he he stated that in that 2000. Okay, Shapiro later apologized for these assertions. He stated that the 2002 article was just a bad piece, plain and simple, and something I wish I'd never written. He said that while he still partially agreed with the article's main point, that we must calculate the risk American service members, uh, when we design rules of engagement, he expressed that in the worst possible way. I don't know what that was like a weird thing to take back, but... I don't know. Like like you're saying, he may have been – he was 18 years old. He said something incredibly dumb. And while he may have apologized and may have said, I shouldn't have said it that way, it, the gist of what he's saying is is he still believes. Yeah, yeah. And that's that was my point because I know as an 18-year-old, I certainly do not believe a whole lot, especially what I, po- that's, po- and politically – Maybe that's why I'm more forgiving to people, because if you look at things I thought when I was 18, it's not even close to what I think today. And I would not want to be held for the views I had when I was 18. Mainly, I supported those wars. I was a Republican. I was a George yeah, W. Bush Republican neocon type. But if, if someone brought up something that you wrote when you were 18 and it was about like, yeah, George Bush is great and I love these wars. I would be like totally disavow and say I was yeah. wrong. I learned. I do not agree with that at all. I wouldn't say I still um, – well, it's like there's some of the finer points I didn't get right, but the gist of it is, uh, you know, we I, must I'm, I was never wrong there. Yeah, he he said he partially, he said he still partially agrees with the article's main point that we must calculate the risk to American service members when we design rules of engagement. He exp- well, uh, yeah, sure. I mean, but uh, if you're saying that was the main point of the article by saying that you don't care about civilian deaths. Uh, it's pretty sick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you mentioned Tulsi Gabbard. And on top of this, because it well, I have to throw this out there that um, before we went, before we started recording, I really did kind of go on a rampage against Ben Shapiro. I'm not a Ben Shapiro fan uh, at all. I'm just going to put that out there. Yeah. Um, okay. So then he said Tulsi. Yeah, I, Tulsi, and we talked about her before, but Tulsi Gabbard's a good example of this is where she's – and, you know, the more she talks, the more you kind of realize that eh, she's not as good as we thought, that she's against some of these wars. 
And it's perfectly fine and good as a libertarian to say, look, Tulsi Gabbard just said something good about these wars. That, but then like there, there have been some libertarians that are being like, yeah, let's go all in for Tulsi. And she's kind of libertarian because she's she says something that we that, that we agree with her on. And again, like you can't just you can't cherry pick something and say, well, that's a libertarian position. And that makes them kind of libertarian there, even though, you know, she's when there's a Democrat nothing other- remotely close to libertarian about anything else she talks about, even as some people have pointed out in the wars that she's in favor of certain ones. Well, it's like everyone basically is against murder. And so if someone came out and said, like, you know, yeah, yeah I'm against murder, it wouldn't make sense to be like, well, that's a very libertarian position of you. <laughs> like, right. We, we, you could agree on. We can agree on a lot of on a lot of things, but it doesn't put us in the same, you know, kind of camp that way. Um, it doesn't mean don't talk to these people or whatever, uh, but it just it, we, the main point of this is just that, like, we have to in order for the word libertarian to have any or, meaning. And, yeah. Or whatever you want to call what 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 we call ourselves. Yeah. For if we're in order for it to have any meaning, it, you know. There needs to be like some sort of definition. It can't just it can't be. Well, we we tend to agree on on this Certain one thing. So it's well, it's like the. Um, uh, when people are like, oh, I'm fiscally conservative and socially liberal, that makes me a libertarian. Mm. No, not really. <laughs> yeah. Because there was another tweet, and we'll bring this up. I don't want to even say who it is, because it's uh, it, it doesn't matter who said it, because it's um uh a, a lot of people say this, and I don't want to single it out. But part of it is Trump is good on the economy, trash on the Second Amendment. Obama was good on social issues, trash on the Constitution. Objectivity, try it out. And I wouldn't care. If this person like never identified as being a libertarian or anything, um, but the issue is, it's like those, like if if you call yourself a libertarian and say something like that, you like disqualifying yourself as understanding what a libertarian is, because I don't know how Trump is good on the economy from a libertarian standpoint, or how Obama was good on social issues from. <laughs> From a libertarian standpoint. Is the yeah. No, I like, agree. Which which one? Like what what issues? Does a libertarian be like, yeah, that was real good that uh that guy did. On on any of it. Um it just screams of and I'm not saying that like, you know, you gotta go rip this person apart. For saying that, but we need to be careful and need to like try to teach these people a little bit better because normally people who say that are kind of new to libertarianism and they don't kind of get it because they're still coming from the paradigm of where they came from. Um, and I know for me it was kind of issue by issue. I know there's a lot of people in the libertarian community that, that claim that they've kind of always been libertarian and it's always made sense to them. That was not the case for me. Same here. And I went through the whole 
neocon to you know conservative to constitutionalist to from constitutionalists that's where i went into libertarianism and to minarchy then to to anarchist so i get it um but i don't think it's helpful to i when these people are in this in this mode of trans transition from whatever they are to libertarian and they're still not getting it um like you need to i think it's important to be welcoming but not immediately crown them as libertarian. Like when someone says someone you agree with someone, it's just go back to Tulsi Gabbard. And I don't think she's interested in in becoming a libertarian at all. No, (laughs) but it's, it's just an example. Someone like Tulsi Gabbard, where she says some, some good things about war. You don't immediately just be like, Oh wow. It's very libertarian of you. Um, welcome to libertarianism because they're just going to, they're just going to take whatever their views are and say like, Oh, I'm a libertarian. So therefore these other stupid things that I believe that must be libertarianism. You get what I'm trying to say there? I do. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, the most important thing anyway is that they like tractors and that's what makes them a good libertarian. That's why I'm not a libertarian. That's true. That's why a lot of you aren't. But the (laughs) people in the the Netherlands farming farmer protesters are are all great libertarians because they're all marching with their tractors. It's a great sight to see. Um, I forget what I was going to say again about. um, Probably best for all of us. Yeah. Wasn't going to be helpful. Who else can we uh, can we rip on for not being libertarian? Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, I just, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. This is something we've talked about before where it's like I'm kind of reluctant to even say that I am a libertarian because it's so confused to normal people who hear that. Yeah, I kind of. Uh, and I like the term. I, I, yeah. I do like the term. I don't want to give it up. I, I think it's a great term. I think it's a great term to describe what I believe in. But I kind of go more with voluntarist. Yeah, it depends on my audience with what I say. Well, that's the what that's the thing I wanted to bring up about about like minarchist and people that are that, like I said before, that I'll include them in the ten of libertarian, but they're not quite all the way there. It's I'm fine with. And, and that's where there's a lot of friction between the different kinds of libertarians especially when you get into more like the normie milk toast libertarians that just i try to avoid much conversation or disagree just because it's it's frustrating but um i i just i'll say that i'll put it this way i wish those type of people the kind of law and order minarchists who say hey you know i i agree government's bad but we need we need the government for the military, courts, and police. Um, I wish that they wouldn't fit that square peg in the round hole libertarianism. I wish they would just say, hey, you know what? I'm a libertarian in just about everything, but I don't I don't agree with getting government uh, out of it here. So this is where I kind of disagree with libertarianism a little bit. I think – 
the world of libertarians would be so much better if people just made that acknowledgement. Fair then it's it's a little more because you see why that could get like real but frustrating yeah, and argumentative. But people, don't know, people don't know what a libertarian is. I think there's plenty of uh, well, I, well, yeah, I mean, there's there's been people I've talked to where they kind of say, yeah, I think I'm I'm pretty libertarian because you say two things they agree with. And you just kind of say, yeah, OK, I'm talking about more of the people who who have read, you know, done some sure. reading and, and have been in the movement for a little bit. But they're like dig their heels in the ground and like, how dare you say we don't we don't need a government for for, uh, you know, the courts. Or it, not that that because but but at least um, because they believe that and they think that they think that anarchists who just follow through on right. on the logical conclusion of it that they're not libertarian somehow that 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 they're the ones that aren't libertarian right just say like hey you know what this is where I kind of go off the path a little bit for whatever reason and maybe I'll agree one day or maybe maybe I won't but. Just acknowledge it, and I think that will people will get along a lot better. Well, good luck to you. I know it's a big ask to uh, have people acknowledge that they're. I don't, I don't even get it. Why it's maybe I, I I should try to think back and well, you know what? There was a um, this was year I might have still been in college, but I I have a I started a blog years and years and years ago and it was mostly just like anti-leftist stuff just still being like the mr constitutional conservative but i remember there was one one thing i wrote where i said like i'm kind of libertarian on some stuff so at least there was like a somewhat of an admission that like on some things yeah that like i'm kind of agree with them there and and maybe I'm, I was doing the, the thing I'm just complaining about where it's like, well, just because you agree with certain things doesn't make, make you a libertarian. Um, but even still, I remember when I was a minarchist and, and talking to I, I did a lot. I spent a lot of time on Reddit on on those pages back when they were not really awful or as awful as they are now. Um, but I remember interacting with a lot of anarchists and being like, man, these guys are. They go all the way with this stuff. Like, I never thought about them being like, well, they think there should that we should have private courts. They're not libertarian. It was like, oh, OK, there's a different flavor of it. They're anarchist libertarians and I'm, you know, a minarchist libertarian. It wasn't like I, I didn't feel combat combative about it. Or maybe I don't remember being combative about it. And I just have a uh, rose colored rose-colored glasses but yeah, there are people were... I've, I've talked to enough people that are li that are that are minarchists that just be like yeah i just don't see eye to eye with you on on this one and they don't try to pull the kind of reverse purity card what were you gonna say no just that i remember you on reddit all the time and i i kind of did sometimes but i was never uh as big on reddit as you were yeah, back in the good. day when we were you, yeah, and then you would. I was I, I was read it through you because you'd go read something and tell me about it, and I'd be like, huh, <laughs> and would argue and it, about it. And it may I may be criticizing Reddit just because it was, it's like um. 
I was talking to oh, the recent Liberty on the Rocks meetup, and we we're talking about some of the people that we that we kind of grew out of, and two of us mentioned Steven Crowder and how we used to like him, but then man, he like he changed. He like ended up being like turned into a Republican, and another guy over there was like, "What do you mean turned into? Wasn't that what he always was?" And we're like, "Yeah, maybe he was, and we just kind of grew out of him." So maybe that's like that kind of might be what my Reddit experience was. I just kind of grew out of it, and it and it always it's it is what it always has been. But my my perception has changed. Maybe that what's going on. So, I guess to wrap it up, you do think Ben Shapiro is a good libertarian? Oh, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, like it's it's one of like I I was saying earlier, it's it might not be easy to really perfectly define what a libertarian is. But it's not Ben Shapiro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can tell you what it is. We know that. Yeah. Um. I know we had the. Uh, I thought we had a, we talked about this a little bit with uh with Todd. I, th- I thought that was a good discussion about how to how to approach that, especially when you when you get into like the libertarian party type stuff, and you start bringing in those people, and you add that whole other dimension of yeah, the part the libertarian party is a mystery to me, man. Yeah, like it is very strange. Yeah, yeah, it adds it adds a level of complexity to all this stuff. That um, hey, if <laughs> if you want to mess around with it. You know, go for it. Yeah, go for it. But uh, I'll happily, you know, be on the sidelines for that one. But good luck. So. Yeah, so that, you know, and and to wrap up, you believe that Tulsi Gabbard is a perfect <laughs> libertarian. That's what I said. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. Um, so. All right. Do you have anything else to to say about this? I guess we kind of already gave our final thoughts. Yeah. Uh, no, I think uh, I think that's good enough. All right. You got a free market success story? Uh, no. Do you? Yeah, I do. So I got a, um, a hutch for the dining room from my aunt. That Look was, at uh, you. Yeah. Well, I've had this for a little for a while actually. Uh, it was my grandparents' hutch. All right. And I have their dining room table and, and chairs and everything, but it was beat up. It's it's seen better days. And so, you know, it has sentimental value and it is a really nice piece anyway. And so I wanted to kind of restore it. And I have don't have much experience restoring furniture and didn't know, like, oh, do I got to, like, you know, strip this and and refinish it and everything? What do I got to do? But, uh, man, I'll tell you. Just the uh, good old Internet search is a fantastic way to learn Everything you need to know and find all sorts of different products to use. Uh, I, you know, what, what would you have to do before the Internet? You'd have to, you know, find someone who's done it before, talk to them about it. But you're only gaining the knowledge from their experience with it. Um, so maybe they've only done a certain thing one way. I, you know, I could talk to my parents. I know they've you know, certainly done that kind of stuff. They've taken care of furniture for longer than I've been alive. So there's some knowledge there, but you know, maybe they don't know all the tricks to the trade. 
but there's people that like they do this for a living and then just they'll just go on YouTube and make a video and have it out there for free because they're just trying to advertise their business and show people that, you know, this is the kind of work that I do. Um, maybe they're trying to, to pitch a product and say, Hey, you know, you can do it this way and it kind of works, but if you use our product, you can, you can do it a lot easier or just even how to use their, how to use their product. They can make a video and it can be very useful and available for anyone to use. So I think it's pretty neat. Um, that we have all of these tools and information available to us like instantly. Like you can be in the middle of something and be like, I'm not really sure what the next step is. And, and even to run to a computer, you could just do it straight from your phone and you can watch a video or two. You can read, uh, there's just like the, the amount of knowledge out there that's just immediately available, uh, at your fingertips is, is unbelievable. Yeah, something uh, just speaking of the internet, t- talking to a coworker um, last week, she was whining about how the media is crazy today. And I, I said, I think it's probably the same it always was. It's just now there's the internet. Yeah, don't you remember in like seventh grade learning about yellow journalism? Right, exactly. It was always there. It just was hard to call them out on it. And it was hard, even if you did, it was hard to get that message across to other people. Um, but now we can. And so yeah. I, I don't know that the media is – I mean it has changed in the sense there's a 24-hour news cycle instead of catching the evening news every night. Now it's 24 hours a day. they got to fill time with something. But um, I think the internet has a lot to do with uh, them losing their credibility, which I think even most normies, maybe not, but a lot of them have just thought that the media – has no credibility or at least, you know, Fox news doesn't have credibility or CNN doesn't or one of them. Right. Whereas before it was kind of like what's on ABC or NBC or CBS is gospel. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of that kind of stuff, especially when you talk about people love to say, Oh, the world's so terrible today. It's like the safest time to live ever. Yeah. Well, people are finding out what's going on. Depending on on where you're, I guess. Right. Yeah, finding out what's going on the other side of the world almost instantly. Right. It's like you were just blissfully ignorant about all the real bad stuff um, that was going on before that. It was like I I saw an article. There was something, uh, I think it was in India, that a woman, I don't know if she got murdered or or attacked or something. She was on the way to a a trial for, uh, I think it was her rapist was on trial for something and she ended up getting like mugged or might have even been killed on the way there. And you're, and yeah, it's, that's real bad. But your first reaction is just like, wow, that's just how awful is India. But then you take a step back and you're like, well, wait, at least there was a trial. Right. At least like they're socially recognizing that, that rape is bad. And that there's some attempts to to try to have some sort of justice for him. So uh, it's it I don't know maybe sounds kind of callous there to take that approach, but it's baby steps. You can't expect you can't expect the world to go from you know what it was three thousand years ago to just absolutely perfect and everyone getting along and sunshine and rich crackers. So you know you can take some solace or hope in some of the the not so great things that happened that hey at least 
at least they're there. Right. And and not um not just like, you know, someone gets raped and they just go, huh, well, should have. Uh, yeah, shouldn't have uh, walked alone that night. That's kind of on you. So it's. I feel weird saying that it's like, hey, it's, it's, a, it's a terrible story. It's absolutely yeah, atrocious. It's a terrible but, story, but I know what you're saying. It's, yeah, it's uh, could be a lot worse now. It, yeah, I know what you mean, because it's weird to say that. It's but that's what you like, could, hey, like, it could be worse. But not uh, having that knowledge of of what it was before, it, you know, seeing these. St- that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't blame people necessarily for seeing that and being a man. The world's really terrible. And how how terrible is India without any sort of you know way to 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 judge that relative to to what it was like before? Right. So, in other words, I think the world's slowly improving, and that's that's a good thing. Yes. Buy Bitcoin and make it happen faster. And Liberty mugs. And Liberty mugs. Buy Liberty mugs with Bitcoin. There you go. Kill two that's, birds with one stone. That's perfect. All right. So, uh, all right, we'll, uh, we'll wrap up here. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll catch you next week. Peace.